0: scream radio you've got alex and mandy today and (laughs) we're super stoked to introduce our new producer who's actually been a guest on this show before mike
1: how's everybody doing i'm really excited to be here with the pillow scream team and uh have a lively time (laughs) hell yeah
2: i'm glad to have you man we're super excited
0: Oh, uh, we're missing Jim today also. Um just I don't know if you noticed that. So let's get it started. Um
2: whatever you do, don't don't introduce <laughs> your board.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh Raj <laughs> is here too. <laughs> <It's> up. <laughs> What's
2: up, Raj? What's up? It's our first to episode here. together. That's right. I missed you on the last one.
3: Yep. You're looking glorious. Thank you. Thank you as well. I missed you, baby. <laughs> we can continue this later uh, (laughs) a different platform
0: I'm used to Alex and Jim flirting but now this is just adding a new one in the mix
3: imagine all three sheesh (laughs) tension
2: off the charts cut it and sell it
0: (laughs) alright so uh, two epic sagas coming to a close simultaneously this week and I'm clearly talking about OnlyFans, and <laughs> and <laughs> Afghanistan.
2: OnlyFans hurts. It hurts the heart.
3: Yeah, what is yeah. such a tragedy?
1: I, I made see, so much money. I, I I actually have problems with it because I mean, the the company built built the this this corporation off the back of these sex workers and you know cam models. And then, uh, you know, I I read like there's like 150 people making over a million dollars, I think 15,000 making over 60,000 a year and pretty much they're going to lose all their income. So, you know, they built this business with with the models on there and then they just kind of betrayed them and they're going to lose a lot of their income. You know, they built it on the backs of them and kind of they're turning their back on them for a new newer business model that will attract newer capital. So it's kind of sad, actually.
2: Yeah. I mean, how many I know people who quit their day jobs. To just do OnlyFans? Like, why not? Good Fuck for it, right? Yeah. We're all selling ourselves in some type of way. Either you're selling yeah. eight hours a day, or selling your mind to some corporation, or selling your body to go fucking move pallets around in an Amazon warehouse. Exactly. Or you can sell your sexiness on OnlyFans. <laughs> I know what I choose. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you can just literally sell parts of your body. Yeah,
1: yeah. like your organs. Yeah. yeah I mean. Your eggs. <laughs> I've been picks. shopping around, but I haven't found the right buyer for some of my organs yet. So yeah, obviously.
3: I mean, yeah, my OnlyFans didn't take off. I'm ugly as fuck. But like, I don't like. Maybe there's a yeah. fetish somewhere for people like me. I don't know. But I guess we'll never. <laughs> I guess we'll never find out.
0: Obviously, there is. Yeah. Okay.
2: Pillow Scream radio feet pick distro is uh, yeah. going under. Check the show notes for feet picks. <laughs> <I do. Stop. laughs> They're not promising there. People that Because they never are on there. <laughs> let we'll just blame the fact that OnlyFans went under. That's why they haven't seen any yet. Right? Yeah. yeah, we took your money. The feet picks are coming. Trust us.
1: <laughs> that's going to be the only thing that's still allowed. So there, that might be good. That might be a good space right there. Yeah. What are they the fo- even the going to put
0: on there? Like, like painting lessons. Nets.
1: So apparently, there will still be nudity allowed, but there's going to be like no sexual content. So like, pretty much, they're taking it from like. Anything goes to like softcore, no, pretty pretty If I wanted softcore,
3: soft I'd watch fucking HBO, you
1: know, show, <laughs> Showtime, Is this yeah. Cinemax late night. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like I'm not 13 anymore. And that's not that cool.
1: Like, yeah, we're they're they're going they're going Amish. They can only show <laughs> shoulders and ankles now.
2: Jesus. Didn't Tumblr kind of do the same yeah, thing they yeah. had like a multi-billion dollar valuation at one point and then recently sold for like six million
1: <laughs> they did but they, they they had other stuff other than porn like they they had a lot of porn on there but that wasn't their only like they had a base other than that yeah. whereas Harry only Potter. Fans Shit like
3: that. <laughs> so what's the upside the of this like they're trying to attract real investors is that the idea
1: they're they're trying to attract major institutions I guess they're trying to pivot into like a Patreon or uh, something like that but I I have I haven't the slightest clue I heard
2: it has something to do with the payment processors right like MasterCard and Visa the ones that actually process all the money that flows through OnlyFans um, they were like threatening some kind of investigation for like underage yeah that's that's what I heard
0: too like it was like a problem with them not being able to get rid of the cp that's like rampant on there
3: yeah i believe it wait was there actually i'm sure there is like
0: yeah every time every time they look
3: anywhere there's a shitload like uh, that's why i
2: I guess it probably wouldn't be hard for like a 17 year old to you know sign up for an account thinking she's hot or something right especially like a streaming
3: platform like you have to be yeah in the thing right like i
0: don't know and the video just it's, goes away afterwards yeah, so how do you yeah it could it could, be, it could
1: just be an accountability <coughs> yeah thing so yeah they're, they're not held liable for for minors or anything yeah. producing content
2: i don't even know how you control something like that no
1: anyways
0: Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh We'll just seamlessly transition into Afghanistan, I suppose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, w- w- what's a better segue? Yeah,
0: the, the two could be connected more than we think. Um, so, Afghanistan's over. Most of your hosts are wholly unqualified to talk about it. So, that's why we've got Raj back on with us. And
2: I just want to say thank
0: <laughs> God I never deployed to Afghanistan. I know, right?
2: Like, very deliberately was able to stationed myself in a place that never deployed loved it
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember like people in my unit being disappointed that like they weren't gonna go and I was just like why like why would you want to
2: yeah there's that weird culture of people like jostling for deploying units they'd go look at the patch chart and be like how can I get there on my next PCS
3: in time for I get that (laughs) CIB I hope I get shot at
0: Insane.
2: Hope I get shot at and lose like 10 years of my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the withdrawal, things had not I mean, things have progressed rapidly since then. And are we surprised even a little bit?
2: No, I think last time we talked, like everything was like still up in the air. Taliban were progressing very fast. And then like a couple of days after that is when uh, Kabul fell, right? Yeah, yeah. it accelerated it fell very, as very a... quickly. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: sighs>
2: Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. Yeah, like, was there any... Even once it started happening, was there any... Like, do we have any kind of idea that maybe someone was going to, like, hold out and there's going to be some pocket of resistance somewhere? Like, I don't think anyone really believed that.
3: Right, and I... I seriously doubt anyone in a leadership position would argue that unless they're in front of their boss and either the media yeah, or the media. Right. So yeah, the whole, the whole narrative was hijacked to serve specific interests. And then, you know, reality just fucking slaps in the face and here we are. And yeah, it's, it's sort of a tragedy that it's not surprising at all. If, uh, if you really think about it, and drill down into how this whole thing was conducted for the past 20 years.
2: So, like, you were over there for, when When did you go over? It
3: was uh, 2018.
2: And how long were you there for? Nine just months. Just like a, mm-hmm. what did you actually do
3: there? <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing. Like, uh, we were in a small place. Um, we, we had really, like, regular Army was not doing anything kinetic. We were just kind of holding it down, holding down our place. Um, we couldn't drive between this this main main base and where we are because we didn't we didn't clear the routes they hadn't been cleared in years why would we get hit probably a thousand fucking ieds if you did that so uh, there was this sense that like something was lost here we knew the taliban was outside us like it was um so people would rotate in and out um you know sf would do their thing never heard what they were doing or how they were doing it but that was our role i guess to just defend this place um, but uh yeah ultimately like it's not like we received some brief before going that this is what you guys are doing It was just like day to day it's like okay what the fuck are we doing <laughs> and, like uh it, it's it's pretty it was pretty clear that uh something had changed you know i admittedly was not and i'm still not hot on like a lot of these things um i should have been before going over but like the, the re- reality was that um, the whole situation seemed to be like we're just gonna maintain whatever status quo we have, um, whether that included defending something or training the Afghans to do some mission, but largely it was unclear is the short of it. <laughs> yeah. so I
2: actually a friend of mine echoed that same sentiment like very closely he was Mm -hmm. kind of just like yeah we went over there we would tool around in the fob for a while but no one actually knew what we were doing right we didn't know if missions were happening or if we were actually supporting people we kind of just were sitting there yeah yeah left Um, and you're kind of like i don't know what i just did with
3: yeah it was just left to leadership to make it brief well you know like
0: as (laughs) it always was that's what you do in the army right yeah. Like you the just... P L lies to C O, the C O the lies B C, and eventually just keeps going up, so that when you get the brief, you can have all green boxes on there yeah. and say everything's going okay. I mean,
2: yeah. because like your job and your promotion is contingent on making sure the fucking green check marks. That's are exactly there.
3: right. What was shocking to me is obviously how far this goes up, right? So, um, I, I think it's pretty fair to say politicians were lied to explicitly. Or they chose to ignore it. But uh, I'm more inclined to believe that they were just lied to. That extremely high-ranking people were still clinging to this narrative that we're both nation-building and getting out and doing other things. But, like, it was just this convoluted mess that made sense, I guess, for long enough for people to make some dollars and fucking get promoted, so... This.
2: the risk of uh, doxing myself y'all know what dtms is the digital training yeah, management yeah. system do you have a guy in your battalion who's like one job it was to like upload or upload everything to the usr the unit status report yep that's everything yeah everything that goes into that report is is our equipment ready are our people trained right. do we have enough people to actually like accomplish our goal yeah well as the guy who was doing that thing, I can tell you I fucking lied through my teeth every exactly. single time because I could not not
3: submit a 90% or greater on you all of our metrics. You just can't do it. You can't fucking yeah. do it. And, like, people, yeah, it, it's crazy because, like, I had a similar situation, like, similar maintenance thing. Like, we were kind of fucked up. Things weren't getting fixed. And I'm like uh, to my boss, I'm like, you know, it's, it's fucked up. Like, I don't know what you want me to say in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and this is when i first realized like oh we just lie about this shit yeah and so this culture exists of just like making it look good um but yeah again i'm shocked it goes so far as to you know to result in how we are now you know it's it's fucking unbelievable it's tragic
2: you think the afghan army has to turn the slide screen
3: <laughs> i fucking hope not it might be more effective because of it <laughs>
2: I'm imagining some S3 lieutenant trying to, like, teach them how to do PowerPoint and everything. Yeah. It's like, you got to make sure that your AR350-1 training is complete, and they're all just, like,
3: baked out of their Yeah, body. exactly. I care. <laughs> I, I said this the last time I was on, but one of the most ridiculous things I had to do was hand a 5988, which is a maintenance record, to mm-hmm. um, an Afghan soldier, to a vehicle which was shot up, like, by a fucking dishka. It's missing like an engine block, the windows are all shot out, and you're like, "Here, get this fixed. He's just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Plus, there's a language barrier it's like and uh lastly and most importantly, I can't convince my own mechanics to fucking get this shit done. They throw that shit in the trash as soon as they see it, It's like a bullshit form. It's just like nobody fucking looks at this <laughs> you know?
2: And so you're handing the or is it like was it actually like translated? was the form? Oh, translated? No, it was in English. It was all in English. <laughs>
3: they no, didn't even fucking try you kidding me it's just like put the x here if it's fucked up he's like x <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so God. it's they're just they're just training uh training the afghan army had a had a gun deck everything you, just, oh just check the boxes here it's yeah like... it's
3: just like all right i guess yeah
1: but obviously it doesn't
3: work in real life <laughs> like, and there are consequences <laughs> like the consequences they didn't have a gun truck like they, they can't do what we're asking them to do they're like we need another one, which is like a legitimate request, you know. But instead, we hand them this thing.
2: The I'm imagining, like, okay, so what if the Taliban, like, just rolling over Bagram Air Base or something like that, and they open up a Connex and it's just stacked to the walls at fifty nine eighty eight. All the Taliban are like, "Yes, <laughs> finally we can fix our vehicles." Wait, this
3: establishes exactly what this form is perfect. <laughs> the
2: war over the fifty nine eighty eight. yeah
3: that speaks to a larger thing like with with our withdrawal i'm curious to know like how many like systems were just not planned for like for example like helicopter maintenance like we we can give anybody a helicopter it'll work for a month then what does can anyone there fix it i don't know like (laughs) and, and i would hate
2: to be that guy who like how many trillions of dollars of equipment, or it's like a couple billion dollars yeah. of equipment, are in Taliban hands now? But they're all just slowly degrading, and they weren't great in the first exactly. place. Yeah, they're just like so. Some dudes flying a helicopter, <laughs> waiting for it to yeah, just fall just, apart yeah. below him. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
3: this could be it. This could be the last <laughs> flight. So fucking enjoy. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Best yeah, guess is like it, it a sounds there. a
2: little rattly back there.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck. So. Okay, can someone explain to me like what the actual timeline of our withdrawal was? Because there's so many different dates that flew around in the beginning.
0: I mean, everybody keeps going back to saying, well, Trump said we were going to be out by May 1st. But then months ago, if you remember, Biden said, oh, we're going to be out by September 11th. Because we were making fun of that. We were like, why, we why would you pick that date? Like- <laughs> it's a
3: ridiculous date today. Yeah.
2: Completely it's political. Just, I guess not they
0: just met in the middle a little bit, and they're like, "Well, we'll do it this summer," um, and it seems Are we scheduling
2: like a fucking movie date or something, just know. like whenever,
0: right? Right. <laughs> I guess they made a deal with the Taliban, and that was like a problem. The, the
3: Taliban fight in, this is fighting season, you know, so they're ready to go. They're like, "All right, you fuckers aren't out yet. You breach a contract," like, and we're like, "Okay." I guess we're out
2: <laughs> but how does fighting I season work well it's like I'm cutting season, season
0: bulking season fighting yeah season. that's all yeah. I mean. yeah
3: exactly I, it has to i think it has to do a lot
0: probably with ramadan uh
3: that and you know harvest season i think it has to do with drug money Like when they have the money like buy some yeah. shit and...
2: i'll be honest i wouldn't want to fight on my bulk either <laughs> i would want to be the summer. <laughs> yeah, <I don't. laughs> oh
3: god
0: yeah so it seems like like you're not surprised. Um No. Like a lot of people are not surprised, but with that being the case, why does it feel so bad? You know.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um Yeah, there's many answers to this. Um one I at least personally um like people seem to feign surprise. It's like, "Oh, I should be surprised." And there's this whole like hashtag activism thing going on it's like I, many people just didn't give a fuck that we were at war for so long and um i don't know that's maybe not their fault either you know this low intensity thing going on for so long most people don't know anyone even like a friend of a friend that is in the military it's probably difficult to get firsthand accounts of this thing or realize that it's fucking real but uh yeah it's just like this this shock everybody now cares it's kind of ridiculous um just from from my perspective and then i mean and then secondly it's just like sort of difficult to grapple with it's just like all that fucking time all that money like people lost their lives lost limbs it's just like what the like it's not just uh like an oopsie it's like a fucking tragedy of massive proportion it's like immeasurable how horrible this thing is, you know? And the outcome just points to what it actually was the whole time. Yeah, I have,
2: kind of like from an outside looking in perspective, because I didn't deploy to Afghanistan, it feels in a certain type of way like when Epstein died. Like, it's evidence right in front of your face Mm -hmm. that everything is fucked up and that all of the cards are stacked against us and there's nothing we can do about it. Like, I get that same kind of sense of despair from a lot of people. Yeah. We knew this whole time, but now it's, like, right in our face.
3: Right. And, um...
0: Well, it's like, because we've been saying for years, right? Oh, we're going to get out. Like, Obama said we were going to get out. Trump said we were going to get out. And then we just didn't. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like, with the snap of his fingers, Biden just said, okay, like, we're doing it. And then a month later, it was over. It's just like, well, what the fuck? If it was that easy, why did we wait so long?
2: Yeah, what's what's the logic of someone like Obama coming in, campaigning on it on it, and then he gets in office and is what just like too hard?
3: He 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 did the other like he had the surge, you know? Yeah, he did the office harder. (laughs) You know, maybe that was a last ditch effort to actually achieve what we were trying to, but like after that, that's ten like ten years, eight to ten years of just fucking just the same shit, like. I don't know.
2: How many generals were telling them, like, we're so close. We're almost there. Yeah. We just got to do this. Like, we just got to build this school yeah. or fix this bridge and the entire country will be reestablished. It's
3: every goddamn one of them must have said that, you know, Yeah, which is fucking insane. Um,
1: so do you think that we were naive to think that an established government would last? Or do you think that we have a right to be disappointed with how everything turned out. Um, do you think that it just was just a lack of training, just a misuse of time, or or do you think that they really under underestimated the Taliban in such a great in such a great way that it really did take them by surprise?
3: That's a good question. I mean I mean I don't think there was I, I think we should have seen there's no legitimacy in, in the government. Like uh, evidenced by the fact that Ghani took a suitcase full of cash and fucking pieced out. Yeah. Like that sort of character, like, isn't shouldn't be a surprise. People are like, oh yeah, he's gonna like if anything happens, this guy is gonna fucking jet. Like, I, I don't I don't know. You know, I'm not great with people, but I feel like I would catch some inkling that this guy's a massive piece of shit. Like, and <laughs> wouldn't stand up. And then, you know, I think you just gotta consider the options on the table here. Like, you fight to the death with, uh, you know, equipment that can't be maintained for how long? And whose war was it? Any- like, were they Does actually- anyone
2: really give a shit about the Afghani government? Like,
1: like I don't know. There? I'm
3: generally curious what how life would change in, in rural areas. I- Kabul, I feel like there's a material change in how people conduct their lives but in places where the Taliban has like effectively been there for at least the past ten years out of hiding just like what's what's really different here and um,
0: it might yeah. not even be as bad as it is with the US being there
3: yeah which or it is... might
0: not be worse like it might just be inconsequential whether it's the US or the Taliban does it really matter? It kind of reminds me... This is, like, really lame of me to bring up, but it reminds me of, like, oh, Oceania is at war with whatever Eurasia. has always been at war with whatever. Like, there... Does it really matter to you who's in charge or whatnot if you're an average person? Other than if you live maybe in Kabul.
3: No, and, and you know, this, this goes back to my first point of why it feels so, so bad. It's because, like, I we had lost this a long time ago and then still you know
0: it's, it's also more the people fact got hurt
3: and killed for no fucking reason
0: like we should have known better you know
3: yeah yeah
0: um yeah we've been talking about this a lot we yeah. keep we keep saying coming back to the same quote over and over again like subsequent sin is harder to atone for we should have known mm-hmm. better like we sh- we did this already multiple times before yeah, we still did this and yeah. did it for longer than the last time.
3: Like, I'm no. I and
2: mean, at a certain point, it starts feeling deliberate. Right? Oh, it is.
3: Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm no international relations guy, but like, I think our, our image is forever tarnished. Like, Vietnam, okay. But then you did it again and it was longer. And like, what's, what's the real aim here? To have a low intensity war? To, to line some pockets? because like um,
2: it's what it seems
3: yeah it, it's it's on its face that's what it seems um i mean ostensibly were we actually trying to nation build what does that mean like uh, people people are up in arms about you know women's rights as, as a thing but did we even try to do that what i, I don't know did we like, I, I mean I, also I, we're
0: probably the u.s military is probably the least qualified organization to try to, to like,
3: tell me how an 18 year old happen. with an m4 is going to influence that i don't know
2: like, an 18-year-old with an M4 who took 30 minutes of Sharp Lessons a year and a half ago before he deployed. Yeah,
3: he's tracking all. He, he knows, you know, <laughs> he knows <passion. laughs> He can fucking, he'll figure this he's out. He's
0: been reading a lot of Adrian Rich in his free time. Yeah. Like over it's, there. A, it's
3: just a ridiculous concept. So ridiculous, in fact, that, like, somebody knew this wasn't going to fucking work. <laughs> like, and they didn't say a damn thing.
2: We... We're in Afghanistan in the first place, supposedly for Bin Laden, right? Because right? they, that was f- the
3: Talib, express,
0: yeah, yeah, the Taliban was, like, harboring Bin Laden.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. we were looking and, for Al-Qaeda.
3: And Al-Qaeda, which we killed I, fairly quickly. Like, w- within two years, and that's generous. Like, they were, you know...
2: Yeah, so we we got the whole, like, ladies and gentlemen, we got them yeah. speech forever ago. Right. And we've been there ever since doing what 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 could we have done instead
3: that's like also what makes us feel sad (laughs) again it's just like with 20 years with a coherent thing like i don't know i there's there's a ton of potential there to actually do something if that was the intent but like when the fuck have we done anything for anybody else like that just as a humanitarian effort that's not like it's obviously for us and it's obviously hugely detrimental to the people actually living there See,
1: there's there's a huge precedent for other countries than us just going into Afghanistan in campaigns and getting absolutely destroyed yeah um, so the British were there in actually eighteen forty two and they they had some Irish constituents or you know when they had their lordships and things in Ireland they were forcing the Irish to fight with them in the first anglo-afghan war and they got uh, they got massacred. The British army absolutely got massacred, and the Russians, the Russian army, you know, they they went in from what nineteen seventy nine to eighty nine, and and uh, they they called the Taliban ghosts because you know they couldn't even see where they were coming from. They got absolutely destroyed in Afghanistan as well. So, that's
2: uh, that's also whenever we started funding the right, Taliban. right,
1: right. That's, that's when right. we started funding the Taliban to uh, to help fight the Russians, and actually uh, Al Qaeda got a lot of those those weapons. I as
2: remember. Well. I read a uh, an article that kind of went over some of the initial engagements that we had with the Taliban in Afghanistan. We would hand out educational literature to uh, Afghan children that would be like Timmy has three machine guns and Johnny has five machine oh guns. Like, God. how many machine guns do they have? Like, how yeah. they they were literally trying to militarize the children of of Afghanistan against soviet russia and now all those kids that were rolling around in the 70s and 80s are now you know fathers to this generation of taliban and we wonder like why why things ended up so fucked up
3: yeah yeah and it's it's um i feel like it's seldomly talked about but like this country has been at war like what 40 years straight now and historically before that generations before it like like they defend themselves and like why are we fucking surprised you know i
2: don't know could we have i almost feel like we could have just took like a c-130 and just dropped wads of money out of the back of the airplane and just let it rain over cobble or something and that would have (laughs) been probably like more effective
3: (laughs) definitely (laughs) that money might have gotten in the hands of people other than the taliban you know like, <laughs> like, like
0: that's maybe, our, our vision of uh socialism at pillow Scream. that's what yeah, we want to do we're just gonna fly money. around and drop money out the back
1: <laughs> old t-shirts from the loser of the super bowl <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> may, wait maybe this is the answer maybe we drop a bunch of money they all get iphones they start only fans boom we're fucking there <laughs>
2: yeah, OnlyFans is just heading over to Afghanistan. They're just going. They're going undercover.
3: Taliban's rolling into Kabul. Like, oh, hold on, we need to stop this. I'm gonna lose my fucking iPhone. <laughs> stop, like... stop. I
2: can only get so erect. can you know, walk through this doorway because Do we know, do we know the current status
1: on. of the uh, the airport and everything that's going on there? Because it's been chaotic for the last couple of days. We've seen people. Um, You know trying to ride on aircraft and things like that desperation trying to get out handing Um,
0: their babies over the fence yeah there's a couple videos there's 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 a couple
1: mixed there's a couple mixed reports um some are saying that there's firefight Mm um uh some some other reports are just saying it's you know just to you know keep people from like you know rampaging or going full riot or anything so it's it's hard so do we know the actual current status I, I saw that there was five uh, I think five civilian uh, five civilian jetliners I think that had uh, 1800 Afghan refugees Yeah
3: yeah just like an incredible amount of people on one one just flight but Basically
2: that scene from World War Z yeah. where they're trying to like take off on the runway and all the zombies are chasing them like that kind of shit Right
1: So do we do we know if the Taliban are are, are they blocking the are they blocking the entrance to the airport are they are they just trying to because do we do we have troops are are the troops just because I know there's six thousand right now right yeah it seems like troops. they're
0: mainly just securing the airport and that's all they're doing I know like uh the u k and some other countries were actually going in and getting people, but it seems like we're not doing that, but it also i don't know i mean
3: that's yeah I, it seems like if you manage to get yeah. there and you're on the right list you can get out but um yeah as far as I mean like it does seem like our efforts to get people out have increased right the last number I saw was 30,000 have successfully left that have tried or wanted to leave you know but you know how, how many people are still in Kabul not wanting to leave their house <laughs> it's tough to say
0: well plus what if it's... they're not in Kabul what if they're in yeah, like yeah what if they're like...
3: fuck nowhere like how do you get there do you I don't know Aren't they
2: good. sending a lot of these refugees over to Texas yeah. of all places? Yeah, that's
3: what I read. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Yeehaw.
2: Like, can we pick a worse state for illegals <laughs> yeah. essentially to go to? Right. Like, yeah, I'm
3: sure the people tears. there
0: are gonna love
3: it. Experience this different kind of hatred now.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, this is our America. Yeah, so race. so these refugees got to deal with fucking Ted Cruz now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry like you know what gee can we give these people some fucking dignity like you know they, they helped cooperate you know they, they helped and uh, cooperated with our US forces and then we go we dump them off to Ted Cruz
0: but I know you could he could at least bails on to them to, go to Cancun. yeah it's just kidding.
1: Yeah, obviously this whole thing was
3: ridiculously botched like um, I don't know well, that's another it, question
0: I had like it seems like it's been utter, utter chaos like this whole evacuation this whole pull out Do you think like it legitimately had to be this bad? Because Biden said, no, we couldn't have done anything better. I kind of refuse to believe that.
2: It feels just like order of operations. Like the military stays in until the evacuation is done. And then you leave, and then you as opposed leave. to the military leaving and then the evacuation just happening oh, whenever shit, the fuck. Then
3: they went uh, back. Everybody out, everybody out. Like, <laughs> embassy, yeah. like, get on the plane. Like it,
2: So you got step one and step two switched somehow in the op word brief and they fucked up the whole yeah,
3: thing. Yeah. Like, even if the outcome was clear, the ultimate outcome, like, uh, we still have responsibility to our people <laughs> and, uh, you know, to include people who work for us over the past 20 years. And like, I just, yeah, I refuse to believe it couldn't have gotten better. Like, I,
1: I find it difficult myself that they didn't have like a non-official cover uh, from, from intelligence, the CIA embeds that, you know, they, these guys are in constant communication with, with warlords and, and they, they have relationships with, with people all over. Mm -hmm. And to tell me that, that these guys didn't have the information beforehand that this whole thing was going to fall is, is kind of it makes me skeptical to think that we didn't know more when we have, you know, people embedded in in the in the situation that kind of
3: yeah, exactly. It's just
0: blows your mind. I just feel like we have enough troops and enough vehicles and if we wanted to, we could just make like a wall around Kabul and like get these people out unless and this goes back to what we were saying before, we've been lying so hard that we really don't have as many vehicles or whatnot as we think we do and that we would be incapable of that kind of an operation.
2: I mean, certainly not enough vehicles that could drive, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's anything like my old battalion, maybe like 40% of them were operational at any given moment. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's possible too.
3: I guess just, yeah. On, on a, if, if it, if they knew and didn't do anything, which is totally plausible. It's just like a fucking horrible thing to think about. Like, Biden's just out and he's just like, yeah, we're out. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> that's, that's the fucking plan. Like you can conduct a war for 20 years, but you can't, you can't even do the right thing at the end. It's just fucking yeah. insane. And like, you know, the, it, it was, it was crazy to me before Biden's speech, three separate anchors were like, well, he's got to thank the troops. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like, it's in, it's insane. Like any any leadership position, not even military. Like you owe it. You you just like can't fuck it up that bad. Like that's literally why you're there. <laughs> like you're just like you have a thousand other responsibilities, but ultimately, like just like unfuck it. Just like figure something out that's like you know a, a plan that is executable and fucking do it. But I don't know. Maybe he's just like he's too far gone and like. At Camp David, being resuscitated or something, and like couldn't. No, really... I
0: I want to know what they gave him before the speech because he actually kind of sounded good. Like he didn't have his usual little, like, mix up little, yeah, stutters I mean, and everything. Bidenisms. He right. got through it, pretty good. So, but yeah, that so proud of him. That's probably the most the one of the most ridiculous takes is the oh well, what about the troops who sacrificed so much over the last two decades to be there? Well,
1: I... I heard something that I kind of wanted to share. So, so it was a post from someone who was serving in Afghanistan, and they, they were reminding people who gave the, the families of those who gave the ultimate sacrifice and the people that gave just about near everything and while they were there that um, just because um, we're leaving and it fell does not undo the good that was done in the time. Um, just because the outcome was... Was bad. It it doesn't undo, the the, the good that was was trying to be done, and I I think that's really important. And I think it's important that our generation has respect for the troops that are returning home. Unlike what happened with the Vietnam yeah, veterans, exactly. yes, um, yeah. Because the Vietnam veterans were absolutely spit on, called baby killers, and I think it's time that we kind of you know. Give, give the respect and, and, and the and the dignity to all those who served over there knowing knowing what they had to go through and giving them the support and the resources that they need to to be successful and not end up like that.
3: Exactly. Yeah, that's it. that's exactly right. I mean, it's well like... Put. And it's just like you only hope that it goes one step farther and we, we become critical of these decisions to engage in, in these type of endeavors and, like there are real people who suffer real consequences because of it. And, you know, yeah, I I really do think it's, it's some of the best of us and it's, they get fucked up or they don't, but like either way you put them in a bad spot because, because of what, right? Like it's, it's insane to think about. So.
0: Yeah. And like these people, here's here's my hot take. Vietnam
2: veterans weren't actually spit on. There's proof of it. Really? I just posted in the chat. Yeah, take a look at it.
3: Uh, who was it? <laughs> What's up?
2: Uh, it was essentially a it was a Nixon campaign to widen the gap between like the Vietnam the veteran anti war movement and the actual like anti war movement.
3: I see. Yeah.
2: Book by Jerry Lemke, The Spitting Image. Anyways, sorry that was no, a complete I mean, diversion.
3: But it, it does, you know politicians willing to engage in this type of fucking subterfuge is sort of exactly what god is fucking <laughs> yeah. here so i think it fits <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck do you believe like i don't i don't know but yeah it, it, it would it's totally probable that that happened it was totally fake it's, like like, it's just i don't i don't think i
2: don't see people like criticizing the veterans who are coming no and
3: back. that's yeah,
0: great that's like I think that's, yeah. yeah and
2: People just feel sad, people Just feel frankly. Sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: I've been wondering if it's going to change the way that people interact with veterans now. Because it's always just been for two decades, like, oh, you're so great. Thank you for your service. And that's it. You it's hero. just something
3: nobody wants to think about. And it ends there. You know. You,
0: no, but I wonder think. if they're going to be pitying them. Like, if mm-hmm. instead of that, it's going to be like, oh, that Afghanistan thing was rough.
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's don't tough know.
1: to say. I would kind of hope that, you know, after this uh military campaign in Afghanistan that we can hopefully you know enter some some form of peacetime and kind of, you know, if we're if 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 this was all to, you know, get out, I feel like we shouldn't just rush into something else and kind of give it time. Yeah. Just you know, I feel like this was big and it affected everyone very seriously and we should really use this you know we should if we don't learn from this mistake you know history will repeat itself
0: yeah, I feel and like, hopefully
1: we can learn from this
0: i feel like we don't like after the vietnam war there's something like only seven total years that we weren't at war in some way like they're smaller obviously than afghanistan but we just refuse to not go
2: who wants to take bets on what our next Vietnam is going to be in 10 years? <laughs> I mean, My bet, Venezuela. I That's what that. we were talking yes, about. We exactly. said it's going to be like go
0: either a different country in the Middle East or we go south.
2: No, no, we're globe charters, right? Like We already hit mm-hmm. Southeast Asia, then we hit the Middle East. Yeah. Now we're coming back home to the Americas. We're going to hit Venezuela.
3: 2060 Iceland.
1: <laughs> I, I I really think we don't need another jungle campaign. Oh my goodness, just malaria Jesus and Christ. dengue yeah. fever and all sorts yeah, we, of Paris We could just wait
2: for the sea levels to rise and then we have to go invade like Antarctica or something.
1: Oh <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Antarctica is going to put up much of a defense besides giant glaciers. But it's just mother—it's mother nature versus the United States Army at that point. So yes. I can't
3: fucking stuff my Equics in a fucking closet. I gotta keep that shit so <laughs> I <just want> to <laughs> don't freeze my dick off. There's gonna
2: be some sergeant major who's like telling all of his troops to take off their snivel gear yeah. as they're like walking around in Antarctica because like, it's not fucking cold.
3: <laughs> some guy who did a couple of years of drums like, oh, you don't know cold.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> afghanistan's done some kind of rebranding haven't they the taliban they they're going for the what The united emirates of afghanistan united,
0: uh,
2: it's it's like islamic emirates yeah, it's, of
0: afghanistan
1: islamic emirates of afghanistan yeah
2: they're also getting popular on uh facebook mm-hmm. yeah
1: <laughs> so i know i know that they were trying to play ball with the un have they kind of put out their agenda for you know are they just going to put it back directly the way it was or are they going to try to actually form some type of government i know i've heard some skepticism but i mean who knows at I don't this know. point I don't right now they're just they're rolling around in like oo
2: gobs and money and playing on all the american military equipment and i've seen video after video of them being in like gyms running around on <laughs> yeah it's and like and the stuff. ending
0: of return of the jedi they just got like the achs they're like hitting them with stuff. Like, God, the they're just
2: partying right now i don't think any of them are like yeah. concerned about what the government's gonna look like what? Does joe Schmo taliban guy give a shit
3: <laughs> i don't know like do they yeah what the fuck do they do next i don't know well, how
0: yeah. do they govern We'll have to they see. don't.
3: They just I think they don't.
0: They're just they,
3: well, I've been like,
0: wondering that too. Like, do they have the capacity to actually like lock this place down? Like have enough police or whatever to actually enforce the things that they believe.
3: I th-
2: I mean I have the sense it's just gonna go back to like kinda isolated tribes, exactly. right? Exactly. And and the like,
3: code is like fundamental Islam. Like that's that is their social code. Um, you know, there's no I don't think they're gonna make some sort of judiciary. There's not like Afghan Judge Judy coming up next. You know, we're just like, this is it. This, this, these are the rules now. You know what the rules are. <laughs> like, um, it's gonna be horribly dark ages like style shit. So that's my take anyway.
0: Yeah, but can they actually enforce that over the whole place? Is what I'm saying.
2: No, I don't think they yeah. need to enforce it over the whole place. They just need Kabul, and then let the outlying towns do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. So kind of how it was before we showed up.
3: yeah yeah. What does it mean that they have Kabul now? I mean they're now on the world stage. What does that mean with neighboring countries? like how do, how do people interact with this this new fucking thing?
2: I don't know. I'll, frank like they haven't had their own chance at society for like we said like 40 years of just straight warfare. Who knows what's going to come out of it? Who knows if we just go back in a week? (laughs) Did you see 82nd was uh, rolling up like a week ago? They started getting their deployment orders and everything. First brigade out of 82nd. Fuck.
3: Did you see uh, like the flag of the Northern Alliance was flown for the first time since 2002? Like this one (laughs) single province up north, like the son of one of the first people we went. Like this is what horse soldiers is about. Like the guys fucking calling an airstrikes on horses like that guy's son is like yeah we're fighting back it's like okay this is literally replaying itself (laughs) like is this fucking is this happening
2: we're just stuck in a time cube we're just gonna keep doing the same thing over and over again
3: yeah it's fucking insane
1: yeah so i mean i i thought you know i was always kind of skeptical from the beginning i mean you go into a country with you know different morals and values and you try to westernize it and hope for the best. And <laughs> it rarely has worked worked out in the past.
2: It's never worked
1: out in the past.
2: The last time we fought a legally or morally justifiable war was World War II. Everything since then has been us, like, sticking our finger in places we never should have been and just fucking it up. And then 20 years later, we have to fight the people that we armed in the first place. Like, how often is this going to go on? I mean, I guess my optimism is that our generation the next time they try to start a vietnam like we will at least have maybe some kind of like genetic memory in terms of yeah don't fucking send us back this is a waste of time i don't know hopefully
0: like a a lot of articles being written about oh the taliban is now in control of all these precious metals or these other materials what are they going to do with it and i just feel like perspective is really wrong because the taliban doesn't necessarily or the people of afghanistan they don't necessarily want like what the west has to offer them like they don't want an iphone or a tesla whatever you know so you don't you don't have anything that you can offer them that's going to change their mind that's why they're fighting so hard
2: it just seems like a ploy right to just Give us another excuse to go back in in a couple years. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. Daddy Bezos needs his fucking circuit conductors or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's what they said. They're like, oh well, all these like precious metals are necessary for electric vehicles and all these alternative energy things, and it's like Jesus. Like last time we did this, it was for the oil. And now you're just trying to make it like green. It's just annoying. <laughs> like, just, shut up.
3: Yeah, it's definitely yeah, like that. Validates
2: another twenty years of war, so we could go get some fucking copper out of the ground right. to be yeah. like... to be
1: more environmentally viable. <laughs> yeah. than
3: it's cleaner yeah. if we just fuck it up over there. I get okay, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just pandering. It's like, do you want your Xbox Seven Twenty or not, fucking pussy? You're going back. <laughs>
1: like... <laughs> so I, I did, I did have another question for you, Raj. Um, yeah. So obviously. Um, there's a lot of disappointment there's, there's some sadness going on um what about is is there any relief at all like it's finally over
3: yeah absolutely I, again i think this is another thing that's not talked about enough it's like it is over it's like you know and that's it that it is a good thing i'm extremely thankful for that and i think a lot of people feel that way too it seems like it's we're in the too soon kind of time period where people don't want to say that but uh it, it, with recent memories and, and watching this nightmare unfold, like in real time, like uh, it, it is, it is a good thing. Regardless, um, I think a lot of people, um, you know, just, I mean, even like parents don't have to worry about their kid going to Afghanistan. That's fucking cool. Um, no, I mean, just firsthand, my experience, what I experienced. I'm glad that no one else has to fucking do that. And I'm sure people had it much, much worse than I did. And just knowing that maybe there's some some reprieve, like you said, but hopefully there's some peacetime here where we're not jumping over oceans to do some bullshit thing, you know?
1: Right. So I mean, it didn't end the way we wanted, but it did end. And hopefully everyone can take some solace for that fact who, who served over there or was affected by someone who, who did. And so, what what do you what do you think is the next step for for all the veterans of Afghanistan, um, and people who are still active looking forward? What, what do you think is a good thing to focus on, productively, just away from Afghanistan, just rebuilding? Oh,
0: the VA's got that covered.
1: Yeah, thank
3: God the VA sent <laughs> out a message: to check on your buddy. Afghanistan,
0: you know? let's talk about it.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I I think it's it's deeply personal for a lot of people and uh, uh, similarly I think it's a it's a question you have to ask yourself I mean maybe you, you have to make sense of it yourself somehow um, but ultimately you look forward and um, not not backward and you, you actually you know we make fun of the VA and stuff make sure your, your friends are doing okay because it's a it sneaks up you know <laughs> like you, you, I'm sure all of us know somebody who's just like that guy took his own life how the fuck did that happen like i, I just sent him a cat meme two months ago so like seriously like <laughs> be a yeah. good be a good friend um and, and look out because i do i mean my my personal take on that is like I, I think the military does foster some like some some real bond there um whether it's just like a, a shitty thing that you shared with somebody but it is real and uh, i think you do you do have to um Rely on that foundation, even if it's like some some random guy. You didn't talk too much. Just fucking hit him up. What's the worst thing. He calls you. <laughs> calls you you idiot. A pussy? <laughs> I hated you. <laughs> Your PT plan sucked. <laughs> like, like just fucking look out for each other and for, for all those that uh, like feel lost or anything, any other emotion. You gotta just look forward. I think. And there's, there's no sense in looking back. Is other like. You know, I, I can say this with confidence. Like most people, did the best they could, and none of this is your fault. It's like yeah. really, it's like really fucking not. That's not just lip service to you. It's just like um, other people failed America in a big way.
0: Yeah, so. we we talked about it in the VA episode a little bit. Like you joined the military for valid reasons like unless you straight up said like no i just want to go kill people overseas you probably joined the military for a good like personal valuable reason and it's not your fault the way that everything shook out like you can't personally control that
3: yeah yeah that's exactly right i was uh yeah i was forever thankful that that guy was a fucking weirdo the guy was like i'm trying to fucking waste people it's like what we're doing the bend and reach right now, dude. Like, <laughs> like
2: it's not fucking that. This not I don't feel like we're ta- we're thinking about the same person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I mean, yeah. And yeah, you definitely should use the VA. I know we yeah, make I, fun of it, but.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to give a a, a plug to the uh, the Veterans Crisis Line here. Um, if you if you need help, if you're a veteran and you're struggling, um, it's one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five and you press one and that is that's the veterans crisis line if you're feeling down and hopeless and you need to talk to somebody we encourage you to to call that number for sure
2: i would also say reach out if you're the type of veteran who's amenable to our shenanigans um reach out to some anti-war organizations Um, I personally know some people that have some poor experiences with the VA helpline because they'll go try to explain how frustrated they are. And then, you know, two days later they're, they have cops at their house and they're getting arrested because, you know, someone assumed they had a gun or something, something crazy. Um, but there are some anti-war organizations out there who, are run by veterans who have been in Afghanistan and who can talk very plainly about their experiences and validate your frustration about the fact that we shouldn't have been there. Um, those people can be good to lean on because they speak the same language as you um, and they—they're going through the same kind of like emotions that a lot of us are going through right now. So check them out. That's for peace and. Uh, about-face veterans against the war. Those are some good organizations, if you're curious on them.
1: There's also the uh, triple threat meetings, which are structured similarly to AA for combat veterans uh, with post-traumatic stress and substance abuse uh, disorders. So um, those are triple threat meetings. They're called, uh, I know they're in uh, California area. I'm pretty sure they're all throughout the country too. So uh, use that resource as well.
0: Or DM us on Twitter too.
1: Yeah, we'll talk to you. Yeah, I mean, we'll so try. One one of the four of us will answer. Yeah, exactly, it'll yeah. be a different person every single time. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk to you. We don't care. Hit me up for those yeah. feet
3: picks. Sheesh, yeah. right, somebody. <laughs>
1: I mean,
2: that's going to heal the wounds of
1: my yeah. soul. I don't,
3: yeah. don't, know. Don't, whoa, whoa. don't take advantage of me like that. But no, seriously, like we're here for you too.
1: We can talk about Afghanistan, OnlyFans, whatever you want. Yeah, we're, we're here. We're here for you
2: i'm trying to like imagine imagine like the same kind of hierarchy of just lying to each other the entire time except it's like walmart yeah from the that's very the ground thing, floor like, <laughs> like
3: somehow like the bottom line does like perversely or not incentivize people to not fuck it up and it, it's yeah. sad that our, our most like sacred institutions are just like it's just Fucking run over by the worst fucking spineless weenies like i don't if, Why uh, do you, you don't want a fucking yes man in the room for fuck's sake like who like gets to 06 is just like green chicklets i want to see him like fuck that dude <laughs> like i don't i just don't <laughs> get it like i really don't understand that
2: what if you were the ceo of walmart and like one of your regional managers or something came up to you and was like. Uh, hey, I just discovered that actually we haven't been selling anything this entire
0: time. We've just been <laughs> king. Just been, have,
3: our shelves are empty.
0: But that's all just <laughs> from people <laughs> robbing us. That's not actually anybody buying yeah. shit. And
3: then, then we, I mean, that's like the equivalent of what exactly just No, it is. It on. is. And, and the ending too. You, you take the Walmart out. All the small businesses are just now eviscerated. You've fucking destroyed everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's that's the equivalent. But, yeah, I guess we have American we greed we to have thank a... for uh, <laughs> sparing us from that outcome. Mm. Yeah,
2: we we have such a great society, so <laughs> effective and rational and efficient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly, we should be in charge of world policing. We've got it figured out at this point.
3: I legitimately don't think this could happen again, in in a hopeful note. Like, I don't think future George Bush calls future Tony Blair's like. You guys in? Like, that coalition just doesn't happen. They're like, no, fuck you guys. I hope hope you're right. Like, you you can only hope that like, you know, people are onto this bullshit. Just like, don't Don't jump in.
2: My hope would that the American people would eventually get onto this bullshit and start questioning why we have this massive DOD budget whenever we're just spending trillions of dollars in a 20-year war that now we're realizing was for no purpose. Why don't we just. Like, we have all this money to, like, Scrooge McDucking, and we're just setting it on fire. And exactly. And, like, watching like, it go somehow up. somehow
3: like, fucking Spirit Airlines is a functional organization, but we can't set up flights for our own people. <laughs> like, that's fucking insane to me. All this money is just being burned.
0: Yeah, 30,000 yeah. people getting out doesn't seem like that many when you consider probably a million go through the Denver airport every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, with yeah. no yeah, issue. Like... <laughs> Like, how is that possible? How are we not just like, all right, you're just going, you're going to land, you're going to pick people up and then leave? It doesn't seem that hard, but
1: no, no, I don't know. Maybe
0: I'm just a moron.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of, I sincerely hope that now that this unfortunate, you know, saga is over, that uh, we can kind of double down uh, as a nation uh, on caring for our veterans and uh, focusing on our own internal uh, nation here, yeah, and yeah. Doing the best we can for the American people, um, because we we need we need to focus on us now. I feel like, uh, especially especially after that.
0: Yeah, I also think we need to. I mean, ideally, we would be able to steer people away from joining the military. I know we talk about the poverty draft almost every episode, but. There seriously needs to be some alternatives that start coming up for people who would otherwise just enlist. <laughs> like, just don't do it. But also, I think it's possible. Here's another take. I think it's possible that they won't be able to find enough people. You know how they had to, like, make all those waivers for felons, things like that, right. or people who committed felonies? Um, I don't know that they're going to start issuing waivers for, like, furries. Or all those kids on TikTok who complain, who who pretend that they have like dissociative identity disorder and like multiple personalities. Like, I hope they don't start.
2: What if we start making our troops smoke a lot of weed so that they can relate <laughs> to the Afghani? Okay. <laughs> well,
1: Chuck Chuck Schumer is uh, leading the charge. the uh, the Senate the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer yeah. it is like number two on his agenda to. Uh, federally repeal the repeal the federal ban on cannabis um i i know that they're fast tracking that um and i mean if it's i mean well i mean my my dad was in, Viet, oh, was in Vietnam, so he was telling me that like people would knock on the like knock on the barracks store and be like, you want some hash? You want some coke? Stuff so, like you know, <laughs> smoking <laughs> I mean, out who, of a shotgun. Who knows? Who knows what kind of <laughs> peacetime? You know, the peacetime craze after like a major uh, after a major occupation. Dude, I what
0: is the yeah. army I,
1: I, I don't like? I don't think I don't it will know. be that serious, but I mean, there's no reason that the troops wouldn't be able to uh, to utilize that. And honestly, um, cannabis. I'm a very big cannabis activist myself. I, I think it's a great. Thing. Uh, it's helped me tremendously. It's helped me to, to function a lot better in my, uh, in my own life. I think it could be a, a very useful tool to a lot of veterans um, that need it. But who knows? I mean, the tro- troops could be going green, literally.
0: Oh, yeah, that'd be sick.
2: Yeah, it's going to be the DoD going green. Like, isn't the DoD the largest producer of pollution in, like, the U.S. or something? Yeah. It's like, we're going green, but it's not what you think, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like a, they make,
0: like, a unit patch, which just, like, a marijuana leaf in the middle. It's, like, a new...
2: <laughs> Finally put the chem
3: core to use. <laughs> Your first sergeant's going to blow up... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Barracks inspections, soldier. Why the fuck is your bong so dirty? That's disgusting.
1: <laughs> Broken slide, write him up. Broken slide. It's
2: gonna be mask inspections, but you test the seal by just <laughs> blowing out all the smoke into
1: your
0: gosh. <laughs> No, the, uh, hot yeah. the the gas receiver. chamber is gonna just be a hot box. You just—that's your
3: first binding experience. Yeah,
0: so no, like I- if when your mask works, like you're fine, but then when you take it off, like you get high, and like that's how you know that your mask works.
1: <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> yeah, I wanna I wanna go visit a base, and I wanna see people doing like shotgun rips out of service weapons like willem defoe and fucking- <laughs> 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 so willem like fucking crazy out here man it's let these guys get these guys some get these guys some r and r they just they <laughs> Dude, fucking maybe deserve maybe
2: it. that would have solved afghanistan there's gonna be there's gonna be some oh six we have to go like report to the joint chiefs of staff about the status of you know military equipment and personnel in afghanistan takes a massive fucking rip right before walks in he's like you know what guys actually i don't give a shit we're no no <laughs> <laughs> i've been lying this entire time like <laughs> nothing is going well we need to withdraw yeah. if we'd done that 19 years ago yeah. no,
1: up it's like uh, rick and morty they went into the future and they uh they stopped the palestine israel feud because they smoked like mind enhancing chemicals in a star wars cantina <laughs> <laughs> i mean hey Dude, fuck
2: that's that's the pillow scream hot take that's our that's our prescription for everything just go do some shrooms and chill the fuck <laughs> out please I'm, I'm actually
1: uh i'm actually very um i i think there's a very positive outlook on using like psilocybin um uh, for for disorders mental disorders and things like that um
2: I mean, I haven't been on acid for an episode yet, but you know, it's
1: coming. <laughs> well, I actually know a lot of people that were in combat that do, uh, that do uh, ketamine infusions and things like that. Um,
2: I'm going to do it. One of these episodes, I'm going to do it and not tell anyone. And then like 50 episodes <laughs> down the line, I'm going to be like, hey, guys, there's one episode out there where I was just fucking zooed on, <laughs> <laughs> on you, you, shrooms or something like that. Yeah. Go figure out which one of this. If you guess it right, we'll send you free Pick. You should
1: have saw the look on my uh my psychiatrist face at the VA when I was like, yo, uh what's going on with that ketamine? Like, oh, like uh, Yeah, we don't we don't do that here. It. I'm like, why not? <laughs> Let's go. Well
2: I think uh Robert Evans on Behind the Bastards did that one time. He's like, there's been multiple episodes where I've been on acid while recording. (laughs) Go figure it out, audience. (laughs) Probably his best one, frankly. (laughs)